Hello, Michael. Hey, Kai. How are so, you doing? I'm doing all right. You know, I'm back from Virginia Beach, and you're back from North Carolina, so vacation time is over. That's pretty much correct, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think the last time we spoke was I, I was in uh, Venice, right? No, the last time we spoke, you were sitting on the front porch of your mother's uh-huh. house, uh, I don't know, sipping a mint julep listening to birds or something like that. That's right. That, well, <laughs> I, my, I forgot that entirely. Yes. <laughs> So um, while you were away, I I recorded an episode with Preston Resigno. Great, yeah, I know Preston mostly through you, and uh, and uh, I'm interested to hear his, the rest of his story. I'm I've only picked up you know bits and pieces here and there. Well, it was a funny conversation for a couple of reasons, but one, Preston recently left a job that he had for for a good number of years. And I thought we were going to um, speak uh, more directly about it, but he had to leave under an agreement where we didn't mention the organization. <laughs> so Something tells me if someone had uh, any kind of internet skills, they'd be able to do a quick Google search and figure it out. I, I think that might be possible. <laughs> but we, <laughs> we, we do talk about his experience. Uh, so, you know, uh, yeah. And, and I think someone could figure it out through... A multitude of clues that I may give during the show. We might do uh, contact the uh, the photo show legal department. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, we had we had a great conversation, uh, and of course, that's uh, what's coming up next. But uh, what have you been up to? You were home uh, for the week that I was away. Yeah, mostly just been uh, getting things in line uh, for, of course, the school year starting up, and then. The big news is um, uh, SPQR Editions has set a date for the release of our books. So um, there's been some work getting just you know that all figured out, and uh, so pretty soon a, a save the date kind of email will be going out. But I can mention it here is Friday, October 28th, uh, starting at six o'clock at Affirmation Arts in Manhattan. There's going to be a a big book launch event for the five books and I believe uh, some sort of Q&A or or discussion uh, with uh, everyone involved. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. And so we'll have to figure out uh, when we'll do our recording um, of the launch, uh, whether that'll be before or after that event. Uh, Probably something before, I imagine. Yeah, it'd be nice to do something else before pick up energy, you know, we're very excited about it. Yeah, no, it's great. Uh, so the, you know, because I was away in Virginia, the the last thing I saw was uh, the show put on by Columbia MFA grads, um, all-female cast of MFA grads. I think it was called Latticework, the show? Yeah, Latticework. I saw it when I got back from North Carolina. It was um, at the Black and White Project Space, right, like, four blocks from my apartment so it was very easy for me to see but um the the organizing principle as i understand it was the first class that were all female photographers uh they were just graduating and the four of them curated uh, a show of 18 columbia mfa photographers who all were women and uh they had a a group show at uh, this place and uh, just came down earlier this week or last Sunday, I believe. And uh, yeah, that was nice to go see. Yeah, no, and that was that was a really nice show and a nice event. And I got to see some 
some former uh, students I hadn't seen in a while, and, and there were a number of them who were uh, former and future guests of the show. Exactly. That's the thing I was going to say. So I beat you to it. <laughs> yep. All right. On that note, look forward to uh, listening to this episode. Yeah. All right. I'll look forward to getting together to uh, record some more episodes with you. Sounds good. Enjoy the show, everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I've been following it on the on, on the Instagrams. Yeah, they're probably landing any minute now. Uh, so, so you were in Carroll Gardens for how long? Uh, I was in Carroll Gardens for we got there when the kid was we just got married, so nineteen years. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. eighteen, nineteen years, and then uh, yeah, yeah. So we were there for a while. We were in. We moved there when we first got married. Um, and then we were in the in the one apartment for about a year, year two years, and then we moved to the apartment down on Saka Street where we were for a good sixteen, seventeen years. Yeah. With uh, with uh, <laughs> with wonderful Madeline down in the uh, down in the bottom floor. Who was oh, our, right. Our, like, it was it was Madeline, Andy, and you know, we, and we stayed there for for you know a good chunk of my kids uh, my kids' life. Like he grew That's up. That's right. In, so we grew up in that uh, in that. In that apartment, and then Madeline passed. Is that what happened? Uh, no, she um, Andy had passed, oh. um, and then she was between Staten Island, where her kids were, and uh, in the house in Brooklyn, and she was back and forth. Um, and then it became she was mostly in Staten Island, and then you know, like she had she had grown up in that house, so you know she had lived there for like seventy four, seventy five years, and wow, you know, yeah, yeah, so. So it was it was really tough for her to let go, and uh, so you know we were there and we take care of the place when she wasn't when she wasn't around. And then she finally you know decided that that she needed to sell the place because it was just getting too much for her. And uh, and so then we moved down to uh, to uh, to Glorious Bay Ridge. <laughs> that must have been a little nerve wracking at one point to be in, in one place for so long, and then. With the way Brooklyn has changed and all and, the prices and yeah, and that's you know and that's what. In some ways, it was what made it easier. You know, we moved from, you know, when we moved to Carroll Gardens, it was still, you know, all the old timers were still around, or a lot of the old timers were still around. You didn't walk down Smith Street because it was, it, was, it was too much of a shit show. And like, you know, and then, you know, and, and, you know it, it, it changed seemingly overnight, you know, to where by the time we left, we weren't, we were sad about leaving our friends in the neighborhood, but we weren't really too sad about leaving the neighborhood because it had changed right. so much, you know, and... You know, instead of you know, instead of taking you know, 20, 30 minutes to walk down a block and a half to the uh, to a subway, could have stopped and talked to everybody. You know, it, it became you know you'd say hi to people and they would look right through you. you know? <laughs> right. So it was we weren't quite getting that like Brooklyn experience anymore. You know that yeah. that that real neighborhood experience. So like, then we moved down to Bay Ridge, and it's, and it's and it reminds us a lot. In, in some ways, about what uh, what Carroll Gardens used to be. You know? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Uh, is it an older neighborhood, or? Yeah, it's 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 an old working class neighborhood. You know, and, and it's and it's gone through its changes. 
via populations. It's like, you know, it used to be very Italian, very Irish, you know, and, and now, you know, it's, it's, it's really Arabic, you know, there's, there's still a little bit of the, uh, of the Italian vibe going on and a little bit, you know, it used to be very Scandinavian also, like there's a really great huh. Scandinavian, uh, bakery around the corner from us. You know? what, what makes a Scandinavian bakery? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, like there's not many things left there that are, are like, are like the Scandinavian stuff, but oh, like, okay. the, like some of the pastries and stuff, like, like, <laughs> like really interesting, like kind of amazing pastries they make, you know? We're not talking like seafood pastry. No, no, no. <laughs> but you know, it's 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 definitely changing. It's definitely new, but it's not it's not being gentrified quite yet. I mean, it's right. It's working its way down. Like like if you drive up Fifth Avenue now, yeah, you know, like you can you can you can see where where the white people start. <laughs> and it's and it's and it's and it's a pretty hard line of demarcation. Yeah, you know? mm. and it's and it's and now with Industry City like ramping up the way it is, I mean, it, all all that all that part of Sunset Park is starting to be gentrified. So oh, absolutely. Like, you know, so yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting transition as as. As it often is with with uh, gentrification in Brooklyn, yeah, it just seems to happen a lot quicker now than than it used to. Yeah, it absolutely yeah, does. Yeah. So you're getting uh getting along in Bay Ridge. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's 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 a great neighborhood. It's like it's 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 very real. You know, it's 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 still you know Brooklyn blue co- blue collar. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it's it's just people living someplace. It's not people living someplace because it's cool yeah not yet yeah Yeah. not yet (laughs) so has that uh have you thought about things you want to photograph there i mean i think you're you're pretty active on instagram yeah are you also active on facebook i know you're on facebook but yeah 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 usually whatever i post on instagram makes it over makes it over to uh on facebook also right it's just and that's you know listen it's fun and it's and it's a way it's it's my sketchbook in a way and i'll make photographs for that that i probably wouldn't make when I do my real work, my real work. <laughs> yeah, that's my real well, work. That's that's, you know, that's a big debate. I mean, mm. what what you consider real work? I mean, there are, mm. there are sort of Instagram advocates out there who really see it as the platform for showing work and and all that. It, and and I'll post it can be yeah. I'll post things yeah. shot with you know real cameras mm-hmm. as well on oh, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, it's it's whatever you want to make it to be. You know, and that's and that's and that's what's really interesting about you know this day and age with with photographs, you know, with, uh, with photography, it's like, it's, I mean, nobody knows what it really is anymore. Yeah. You know, like there's, there's no, it's really hard to pigeonhole what photography is, you know, you know, there's, you know, there's plenty of news organizations who are on Instagram and Facebook and, and now and, moving to Snapchat and, you know, and, and Facebook is for a big push to get, uh, you know, news organizations to, you know, move articles over onto Facebook, even though they're kind of like back and back and away from that now a little bit. But, you know, what photography is has become something completely different than what it was when we first started out mm-hmm. way back in the olden days. Yeah, well. When we used film cameras and stuff. <laughs> well, still using some film, right? <laughs> yeah, and there's, there's a bunch of people who still use film. I mean, I, I for me, I, I just can't imagine photographing with film anymore it's 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 as foreign to me now as digital was back when i started um i started using digital in uh up at columbia university yeah you were definitely an early adopter of digital um you were you were shooting with those nikon cool pics that kind of like turned at right angles to each other yeah 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 yeah. and and, you know it it was really interesting i mean you know I, I kind of helped talk Columbia into buying these uh, Rico uh, RDC2s. And, you know, and they were like the first, they were, they were called prosumer mm-hmm. cameras at the time. I mean, they were freaking VGA 
Oh yeah, camera. I mean, just almost no pixel density whatsoever. But but they were beautiful. They were mm -hmm. absolutely beautiful. Yeah, um, you know what you would get out of those cameras. You no, know, obviously couldn't match what you could get out of film at that point. Um, you know, they resolution wise, it wasn't even close. You know, but you got what you got out of them. Yeah, you know? it was a it was something different. Yeah, oh, completely different. You know, and so I kind of talked them into buying a couple of those, and 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 then I I, I helped talk them into getting a, a forty inch uh, wide um, inkjet printer. Really, back then? Yeah. So we're talking uh, 97? 97. Yeah, yeah. ninety seven. Yeah, ninety seven. Wow, that, that must have been very expensive. <laughs> it was very expensive, but yeah, it's Columbia's, and you know, so translating. I remember sitting in you know the. The computer lab, which was a new thing, also you know right. the, the the media computer lab, you know, talking to my teachers, you know, mostly you know, Gregory and 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 uh, and, uh, and John and Gregory Aminoff and mm -hmm. John Kessler, right? You know, and I remember them standing behind me and looking at these pictures on the screen, and, and at that point they were they were still CRT screens, and you know, and it was. It was gorgeous. I mean, seeing that digital image basically rear rear projected, you know, you, you know, all the all the lights coming from behind it. A phosphorescent image. Oh, right. Yeah. And it was it was it was glorious and like and 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 you know, me trying to describe why I thought it was wonderful and then they're shaking their heads and, and you know, <laughs> saying, Oh, no one's gonna look at pictures on a screen. <laughs> yeah. I was ahead of my time. Well at, at that time too, the closest the closest analogy would have been looking at slides through a projector. Right, right, right. But it's but you know, it was it was a completely different way of, of contemplating what what photography was, you know, and, and what it could be. I mean, you know, I mean, it, it still hasn't really, you know, found its way yet. I mean, you know, because we're still looking at, you know, we, we go to a museum, we're still looking at, even if it's a digital image, we're still looking at a, a printed, usually inkjet right. image that's framed and hanging on, on the wall, you know. I mean, you know, and, but we're also looking, we're also consuming, you know, our photographs, you know, Listen, nine times out of ten, it's it's on those little screens on a phone. Yeah, the yeah. size, the size is the yep. size of your phone screen, and so I guess when you're talking about we and how we consume, you, you know, you you uh, you have to I guess distinguish between photographers and fine artists and and average consumers and well, all right, <laughs> average might sound insulting. Consumers, <laughs> right? I mean, but yes and no. I mean, you know, I mean, as 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 artists, you know, I consume a, a lot of images. On, on that screen, you know, I mean, I read lots of articles on that screen. There's, there's a great website, uh, American Suburb X, that just has, yeah. you, know, you know, just an insane amount of articles and interviews and, you know, videos. And I almost never consume that on, on my desktop. It's, it's all either on my phone or on my iPad. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, it's like we're, we're carrying around, you know, all this, 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 this object that, you know, where, we, where you can ingest all all this media, you know, yeah, it, no, it's, no. it's, it's, it's kind of amazing, you know, like I, I barely print anymore. Like it, it very rarely do, do I make, do I make a print of, of the images I make, you know, when I want to re review what I've done, you know, when I do my edits, you know, it, those edits go directly onto my iPad. And then, you know, I have, you know, different folders for different projects. And then I can just, wherever I am, I can just, pull out the iPad and just zip through that, you know? Uh, it's, that day might come where yeah. that's going to be a nightmare for you. <laughs> oh, no. It's, you know, listen, it's all very ephemeral. I mean, like, it's, yeah. it's you know, listen, we're dealing with zeros and ones. Yeah. You know, and we're, we're dealing with, you know, digital information. It's all going to go away. <laughs> 
Or if it doesn't I go was, away, it's going to be obsolete. Right, Listen, I right. still have crap on like zip, zip dries and jazz dries. Like, like when jazz dries came out, uh, that that was a whole gig, man. I <laughs> that, know. that was like I could a whole, whole freaking semester on that damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> so all I mean, it's maybe ethereal is is the right word. I mean, it's just it, it's it's there now, and you know, it just might not be around it just might go away it's always been the great unknown yeah um, sure, what will happen sure. to all this digital information yeah in the end mm-hmm. right it's always mm-hmm. been and um you know i i know i have i actually have a a locked file cabinet at school to which i have lost the key that is filled with parallel zip drives <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> yes. oh my god that's why i don't even bother oh, looking for it right 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 you know and you know i mean i've, I've spent my whole digital lifetime moving things from you know Zip drives to jazz drives, from jazz drives to CD-ROM, from CD-ROM to yeah, DVD-ROM, DVD, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, and you know, and and now hard drives. And I have, you know, I have my backup of hard drives. I have like four hard drives that that mirror each other. Right, right. Because you know, because at least I had, you know, not long ago I had like two fail. Just like you know, there was a power surge and that was it. Yeah, and yeah. and now of course it'll be solid state drives or the cloud at this point. Right, right. But you know. Try getting all those images up on the cloud. Oh I mean, yeah, it's like, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I tried once, and it was like after two days, I kind of gave up. <laughs> yeah, I started. Uh, I think because uh, I have Prime, I have, mm-hmm. I, I think I have unlimited uh, storage yeah. on the cloud, and and I started that process, and it was just, uh, you know, just watching them <laughs> upload. It's like, all right, I'm going away now, <laughs> <laughs> and then you can't do anything else. Just taking all the bandwidth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's. It's a very it's a very different world from you know where I started you know. You well, know. you started um, in the news business in Massachusetts, right? Yeah, it's funny, you know. It, it's I've had this parallel existence, you know, where you know I've always been able to make a living doing the journalism thing, and you know, in but I've always you know thought of myself more as as a as an artist than a than a journalist, but you know, both do do inform the other, you know, in the end. But you know, it's yeah. So when I started at my community college, Holyoke Community College, would you say Holyoke? Holyoke, yeah. yeah. When I you know I got out of high school, I was you know pretty much a knucklehead, and you know I, I kind of figured I couldn't get into anywhere else, and you know, and and I was basically first generation going to college, and you know I didn't know what the hell that meant at all. I mean, it was it was you know. It was a mystery. It was a complete mystery. And the thought of me going to a four-year college at 18, you know, it was just like, yeah, no, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> so, I, so I went to, you know, community college and then Bob Aller, who actually just retired uh, this, past, this past spring, hmm. you know, he, he was my first, uh, my first rear photography teacher. And, yeah, I mean, I had, you know, I had been with a camera for most of my, you know, early early life like teenage know. years even before that you know? oh. yeah 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 I, I i actually still have the first camera I, I i ever used it was uh it was my mom's little little square brownie that you know <laughs> took like you know 146 you know or 126 film yeah yeah and so i still have that thing it's sitting on a shelf next to a version of the uh of the rico artisy 2 <laughs> so I my first film my first <laughs> digital camera so did was your mother a photographer or just a... No, oh, no, okay. no, no. It's just, you know, I mean, it was just, you know, I knew I was interested in, you know, individual thing and, you know, I couldn't draw to save my life. And, you know, I, I desperately wanted to be a musician and like, you know, 
tried to play trumpet and guitar and piano and I just miserably failed at all of them, you know, and, you know, and he, 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 one of the great things with, with photography is like you feel like you're doing it right away. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's, it's, it's the same motion. It's the right. same motion, you know, making the amazing picture and making, and making the piece of crap. There's know? a kind of an immediate se- uh, success oh. with photography. Yeah, it makes, makes you think you can do it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You know, and, and I mean, and that's what made it, made it really, really exciting to me. Yeah. You know? So, like, I always had a camera. I always had a camera. Like, you know, my mom bought me my first 35. If it was, a, it was like, a, no, I did, I did a 110 thing and, you know, and, it, and just camera for a moment, but that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what, what, a, what a disc camera was. It was, like, these negatives that, that, that were attached to a plastic disc and they were about half the size of your, like, small pinky fingernail. It was, was kind of like, um, uh, <laughs> like a, a GAF. Stem- <laughs> what were those things called? The uh, 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 Viewmaster. Viewmaster, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except they were smaller. Right, right. <laughs> it was horrible, horrible. <laughs> um, you know, and then she got my first 35. It was a fixed-focus 35-millimeter camera, and then I, she bumped me up to SLR, and then, uh, you know. And, but, I mean, I didn't know what, what I was doing. I didn't know the vocabulary of... Of photography. I mean, I mean, I read all all the magazines, you know, Pop Photo and American American Photography, and you know, and whatever else was out there. You know, I had a, a really good understanding of how the camera worked and what what shutter speeds were and all that crap. You know, hmm. so so when I started when I, st- when I started looking for my community college, there were basically two in the area. There was you know, Stick, which was Springfield Technical Community College, and, and Holyoke Community College, and Holyoke had seemed like it had the better photography. A program because I started out as a business major for about a semester. No, <laughs> not even then. Like, <laughs> like I, I put down you know business major because I thought you know that that's what you should do. Right. And then I started looking at the classes I have to take, and it's like eh, I'm gonna be a liberal arts major. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that's an odd choice for someone who uh, was not academically uh, focused <laughs> <laughs> at the time. You know, yeah, it was it was great. Like I. I don't know how I got through high school. Like, you know, I mean, I, I give my kid all this crap about, you know, getting homework done and getting good grades and stuff. Right. I, 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 I never remember doing ho- homework. <laughs> never. I never remember bringing a book home. I never remember reading. Like I, 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 like, I would study for tests on the bus on the way to school. Right. You know, I mean, I, and unfortunately, my kid's going to hear this now, but he's out of high school. Yeah, so, yeah. right. Yeah. Yes. There's no more teaching your kid no, how to study, no, right? No, no. <laughs> yeah, it, it was ridiculous. Like, I, I, and I was in like you know college prep courses, you know? mm-hmm. and somehow I never took a, like a foreign language. Like, <laughs> right. oh my god! Oh yeah, yeah. It was it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was ridiculous. You know, so I needed to know what college was before you know. Like we had to take these uh, these uh, you know you take these tests before you start college, so I know where to place you in your in your English and stuff. And and I was on my way to a Red Sox game and. And I just blew through this thing, and then, I, and then I, apparently, I completely like failed it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was in like this, this remedial, yeah, um, no English course my first semester, and yeah, and luckily, like I've kind of figured out about you know two weeks in that okay, I really shouldn't be here, but you know, but listen, there were kids in that class, kids that that went to my high school who didn't know what a verb did. No, and, we, uh, you know, I teach at community college, mm-hmm. and we, um, I would say, I think. I hope I have this number. I think 40% of our students start out in these remedial classes in math and English. And Mm -hmm. uh, what happens is they, it's supposed to be a two-year experience, of course, but nobody, nobody does it in two years because you, you can spend three, four semesters just in these courses. And then there are courses you need for your major. You can't take until you're at college level in these courses. So no, it can, you can really get stuck in these classes. Oh, completely. And yeah, it was, it was, 
Which is why you're supposed to prepare for those <laughs> tests. Yeah, well, you know. The Red Sox game is more important. <laughs> there are priorities in life. Yeah, yeah. So it was I mean it was it was kind of really eye opening. And then, you know, and then but you know, I, that community college had like amazing classes. Like, you know, like academically they were they were they were fairly rigorous for for community college. Like I took you know, like I took a history class and it's like and it was like, Oh, oh, so this is history. Oh, what do you mean rigorous for a community college? Well, yeah, well, <laughs> well, there's a perception that, you know, yes, there's you know, definitely a perception. There's definitely a perception that, yeah, you know, yeah. in, in, you know, we were talking about, you know, my parallel uh, life with journalism and, and, and the art thing. Yeah. You know, and it, it's, you know, I've, I've been lucky. Like, I've always been able to make a living through photography, which, you know, gets interesting at times because <laughs> my skill set is like, you know, it's, it's, it's very particular, mm-hmm. you know, but you know, it, it's, it's always been a way for me to, you know, have a life within, you know, picture making or even just looking at pictures. I mean, I've been an editor for, you know, the past 14 years or so. So, I mean, before we get into, um, the, the last 14 years of you, you, you know, being an editor and all that, but you, um, you were in the the print business even before the School of Visual Arts. Oh sure, 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 sure. Yeah, uh, my second year at Hope Community, like I walked into my one journalism class I ever took, and uh, there was a little thing up on on the board, you know, and, and it said, you know, there's a photo internship available at at, at the Hollywood Transcript Telegram. I saw that and I was like, oh, okay, that's that's something. I could try and do, you know, that, that's a, that's, you know, cause it was, it's, it's, I was in the back of your head, you know, you know, cause you know, we grew up where, where the printed picture was a big deal, you know, right. cause there were, there were, you know, actual newspapers and I printed guess it, magazines. It was kind of the tail end of all that. Very tail I mean, end. I mean, it's been a long, it's yeah. been a very long mm-hmm. sort of end. It's not over, it, but, but it was, the, I remember the magazine business doing mm-hmm. very poorly even then. It was the beginning of the end. It was it was you know the beginning of you know the big layoffs at newspapers, um, you know. So, but you know, transcript was like this twenty thousand circulation, you know, six day a week uh, paper. When I first started, it was a morning paper, you know, which you just which doesn't exist anymore. And it was it, it, so you know I put together my my sad sad portfolio, <laughs> so sad. And you know, it's, was it? it uh, Fire hydrants, kids oh, under fire was, hydrants. I, I don't know. It was horrible. <laughs> it was freaking horrible. And you know, so I went and you know, I called and went and had my interview with uh, with Bill Bear, who's been you know a very good friend oh, of is mine. Is that how you met That's Bill how Bear? I met Bill Bear. Oh, yeah. okay. Who you know who lived not far away from here. In, yeah. Uh, is he still in Jersey City? No, no, he's in Woodridge. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I brought my sad portfolio to him, and he looked at it and said, "Okay, sure, no, let's let's do this." And I said, "Wow, I was very excited." And then I found out, you know, years later that I think I was the only one who. <laughs> <laughs> you win by default. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, I get a lot of things that way. <laughs> yeah. So so I started with him, and then I would just you know you know had my my Nikon FG with you know I think at that point I was I was working at a camera store. For you know, for money, you know, for for uh, for as a part-time job, and so I'm a Nikon FG and with my one zoom lens, and you know, and I would I, I would just you know hang out with the staff photographers. I'd I'd ride around ride around with them on assignments, and yeah, and it was great. I mean, after a while, you know, I would shoot right next to them. I'd process my film and print the pictures, write the captions on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I still have um, 
I still have a box full of photographs that, that went over the wire through mm-hmm. UPI and the Daily News and Associated Press. Wow. And, and they have yeah. the, you know, it's, it's the RC, very mm-hmm. quickly made yep. RC yep. prints with the, with the captions taped to the side yep. of them. And they would right. just be scanned through the, what was practically a fax machine and sent over the wire. And it, it looked like a fax machine. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, you know, the, when you say send over the wire, it was literally like, you know, these, these weird photocopied, you know, uh, pictures that would, that would plop up on, on your AP machine or, right. or your, your wire service. And it was, I mean, and they were horrible, absolutely horrible, but I mean, it was good enough for print. It's right. good enough for, you know, for, for newspaper. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, you know, after a while, you know, rotting with the photographers, you know, I, I was shooting next to him and shoot beside him. We'd, you know, shoot the same assignments and, and we, and we'd both hand in our pictures and then whoever the picture editor was, you know, at that point, you know, would pick which pictures went into the paper and like it, and, and I started beating the photographers, you know, <laughs> yeah. And so finally I started, you know, uh, they started actually paying me for it. You know? <laughs> I think it was like, I think it was like, you know, 25 or $50 for an assignment, you know. That must have felt like a lot of money, though. Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was great. It was great, you know. And, you know, and I, I, and I worked there like two, three days a week, you know, and I had... At that point, you know, I've always had like a bazillion jobs at the same time. So I was thinking I was working on a jewelry store yeah. for a watchmaker <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and working at the camera, sh- camera store in the mall. And, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. But and then you, you came to SVA and did you actually do any commercial shooting while you were at School of Visual Arts? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked uh, about six months before I moved down to New York. Uh, Bill had taken a job at the Jersey Journal and uh, he was the... Uh, the uh, the head honcho there for uh, for the photo department. So when I came down, he he he, he would give me he would give me like you know shifts. He would give me like a two or three shifts a a week, and I'd be able to like you know live off that. Yeah, so it was great. I mean, like you know what I miss about shooting journalistically like that is just you know it's just the access you know and and you know not so much access to like you know big events, although you know you do get some of that, especially but you know especially working for a small paper. But just access to, you know, people, countless homes I've been, you know, sent to and taking pictures and, and you know, and, and for those 10, 15 minutes that you're with them, you know, you're, you're, you're part of their life. Hmm. Yeah. You know, countless, you know, teams winning the big game, you know, you know, and, and it's, it was all very fun. There's also a, fun. a great camaraderie among photojournalists yeah, yeah. when you're out there. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I remember when I was covering uh the jesse jackson campaign <laughs> right yeah i know yeah. this is a long time ago yeah. people yeah. um i mean you would hang out with, with with some of the best photographers and and you know you'd go or or even shooting public relations or things like that where there'd be an open bar and a little reception <laughs> here and all i mean we we had a blast doing these things it was it was a great circuit to be on yeah yeah it, it, you know it was it was good you know and you know i got to work in in two really interesting cities you know um Holyoke, which is which is an old mill city that's that's just that never quite always always hits the downturns, never quite hits the upturns. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, like it's it just it just it just can't seem to find its footing even now. You know, in Jersey City, which is just like you know, which it's just wild, and it was you know, back and, then it uh, was uh, particularly wild. Yeah, it yeah. was it was you know my first uh, my first experience with Journal Square was uh, was. <laughs> was quite the interesting experience. <laughs> well, you know, we had Greg Miller on and, and he mm-hmm. he talked about living in Jersey City yeah. and he he talked about 
moving out during a riot practically <laughs> you know just driving his moving truck uh, moving uh-huh. van through and, he, and uh-huh. I, I think he said at one point and i've never been back yeah <laughs> it was kind of amazing i mean it was it's it's i mean i mean talk, i mean we want to talk about a melting pot i mean you know like you know it, it, it's a hard hard city and you know i remember sitting on kennedy boulevard just about to you know drive up into journal square and I, I'd been working there for, I don't know, four or five years or something like that. And, uh, and looking around, because it's, it's really kind of beautiful. You know? Yeah, no, I, it's, I actually have a deep affection for Jersey yeah. City. I mean, my, my wife and I mm-hmm. lived there yeah, for right, 12 right, years. Right, right, right. Uh, and we, 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 honestly, we would still be living there had we uh, found a place that was both the right size that we could afford right. and had our house not sold in three days. Oh, my God. <laughs> we had to find a place wow, to move to. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you know, so... So I'm sitting at the intersection in Jurassic Square on Kennedy Boulevard, and I'm looking around going, you know what? This place isn't so bad. And then this guy stands in the middle of the intersection, drops his pants, and starts yelling. And it's like, nope, it's still Jersey City. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, now there's, there's basically two Jersey Cities. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. or three it, it, even. I mean, there's the downtown, yeah, and there's the just, Heights, yeah. and, and then there's the, you know, uh, an incredible mix of, uh, of people and socioeconomic classes and things like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that had just started. Like, the mm-hmm. whole Gold, Gold Coast thing had just started. Like, a matter of fact, my first housing at SVA was in one of the new apartment buildings in, in Newport. Mm. Yeah. Right, oh, yeah. Right. Right on yes. the Hudson. That was that was S- I think that was SBA's first foray into getting some new housing. Yeah. You yeah. were at the the Newport Towers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. And 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 they had just been built like two or three years before. Right. If if that. If and that. there was nothing else there. Yeah. It yeah. was there marshland. Was, yes. <laughs> yes. There were there were two new path stops and. Yeah, you know, there was Newport and Exchange, Exchange Place. I remember yep. getting off at yep. Exchange Place accidentally yep. on my way to Newport. And it was not. It, I, I'm pretty sure it was nothing it was but chromium nothing. toxic wasteland at the <laughs> there time. Was, it was nothing. It's absolutely <laughs> the wasteland. You know? yeah. But I mean, you know. And then me and Jeff Ladd end up getting an apartment at, um, in downtown for, in the Hamilton in a, Park area, Hamilton Park, which, which, which sounds very yeah. nice. But like then it was just yeah. You know, right. I mean, it was it was great. I mean, we had this duplex apartment. You know, we had two bedrooms upstairs. The third bedroom we used as a dark room. You know, a kitchen, a living room, a dining room. Yeah, I mean, it was it was like eight hundred dollars a month. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. And it was, it, but you know, and that's so we lived. So I lived there my my second year at SVA, and then and then a little bit afterwards. But so it, was it the Jer- the Jersey Journal that made you settle in Jersey City after SVA? Uh, you know, it it was just easier to live in Jersey at that mm-hmm. point for me. Yeah. When I got out of college, like like my first you know real job was working real job. <laughs> What's the name of that real job? <laughs> uh, it was so sad. Uh, <laughs> no, I worked I worked at a bookstore, like a used bookstore on uh, on Eighteenth um, Street, Academy mm. Books. Oh, Academy Books. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was I was I was I ended up being like like the photo book buyer. Wow, that was back when B and H Photo, yep. Adorama, yep. Academy Books, um, Calumet was down there. Calumet I think. was down there. Everyone was down there. Yeah, there was yeah. another used bookstore across the street, and I can't remember the name of. You know. Yeah. 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 It was wild. It was. It was, and, and you know, <laughs> it's pretty horrible actually. <laughs> but you know, I, I. But you know, you meet like really interesting people at these places. You know. You know. Mostly like really bitter, angry academics, you know, <laughs> failed academics who like. Nice. 
<laughs> who like you know don't have anything else to do other than like 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 I mean and they knew but they knew this amazing stuff and and, and there was a, it was a great bookstore yeah and yeah, there yeah. and there was and there, and there was a there was a record portion of it and like oh, yeah that's right yeah, yeah 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 and you know and talking to those guys who were just like I mean you no know, it was one of those places where you're going you know I'm looking for this this, this certain performance of this Bach you know cantata <laughs> oh yeah let me we we. We got right. We have it on vinyl. We have That's it on right. CD. Well, and this like, is the uh, the Japanese recording, and yes. this is the American recording. Yeah, and, right. <laughs> and they knew it all. Right. right. And and they had like really interesting opinions, you know, <laughs> and and differing opinions. I got like a, an amazing music education there. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, I, I mean, I was I was kind of in, 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 into jazz at that point too. You know, I probably spent a good you know three quarters of my of my actual pay you know buying books and and, <laughs> and cds you know yeah which is what you should do at that age oh, right yeah <laughs> completely 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 so when while you were at um school of visual arts and you were still in this you know do, uh photographing for newspapers for print but you were at a school that was very fine art yeah you know oriented it, yeah, i mean you know it was great i mean like when i went and signed up for my classes i, I had my leica around my shoulder that i'd gotten at the at, at the camera store that that i worked at i walked in one day and it was sitting there and like in the in the used equipment like section yeah and uh and i got it was a m3 single stroke with a <laughs> with with the uh 51 4 sumo lux and, and i got for like 500 bucks wow yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so i walked in you know to sign up for my classes and i i wish i could remember the woman who who uh uh who was the head of the photography division, or not the head, the uh, the coordinator for the for, for the photography division at that point. I, 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 Alice Beck Odette? No, not Alice. Uh, she worked for Alice. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, okay. yeah, I, I forget who it was. She was absolutely great. And I was going to sign up for this other seminar class, and a big six-hour seminar class I had at SVA. And she looked at me, and she looked at my Leica, and she looked at me, and she goes, you should probably take time Rome's class. And I said, Okay. <laughs> I mean, at that point, you didn't know who Tom I had Rumble no was. idea. Right. I had no idea. I had no idea. Oh, because this is your first year at SVA. My first year at SVA. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I transferred in. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I had gotten a really good grounding at, at, at Holyoke. And, you know, because you know, I went in there not knowing anything. I mean, I was a complete knucklehead. <laughs> and, I, you know, I, I didn't know, you know, who the important photographers were. I didn't know the history at all, and so I would, you know, I would go between classes. I would go up to the the, the library at ACC and just, and they had like this amazing photo collection, photo book collection, and I just sit there and just pour through books. You know, I mean, I remember the f I remember the first two books I looked at there. You know, one was, you know, the Walker Evans. Um, American Momo photographs. Book. No, no, oh. no. It was the uh, it was it was the overview book that Momer had published. And, you know, just being dumbstruck, not understanding it at all. And that led to, you know, Walker to Frank to Freelander to Winogrand, trying to work my way through through the whole history, you know, and just by sitting there in that library. You know, it was it was besides Bob being being, you know, a really great first photography teacher, uh, you know, sitting in that library was like my one of my first real mm. educations in uh, in photo history. You know, and 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 what and what photography could do be beyond what you see uh, printed in magazines, you know, in in a newspaper. So you never really gave up on the idea that you might be a photojournalist, though, even after SVA. No, I I would say I would say once I got to New York, and I figured out what I really wanted to do, which you know, 
journalism always paid my bills, mm. you know, and, and I'm, and I'm always very grateful to it for that. And there's part of journalism that I really, really love, but I put us, I kind of put away that idea of being a journalist about a year into being at SVA, you know, about a year of being in New York and just being, you know, surrounded by, you know, what photography could do. You have to, you know, bow down to one God at a time. <laughs> and, you know, journalism is, is so much different than what we try and do as artists. You know, it's, it, it has its place and it has its, you know, it, its reason for being. And it's, and it's actually a pretty interesting reason, reason for being. But, you know, wanting to be that, I just, I knew it wasn't me anymore. But at, the, at that <clears> time, <throat> there were... Uh, photojournalists who had uh, crossed over, so to speak, right? I mean, there was this, there was a shift in this idea with Susan Mizellis and with, uh, um, yeah, I mean, like uh, Alex yeah. Webb, and you know, and, right. and you know, and you know, even even Eugene Richards to a certain extent, you know, yeah. James James Noctway. right? And when um, you say there's an idea mm-hmm. that they're moving across, I think that's what it ends up being because you know, as a journalist, you have a job to do in the end. You know, if, if you're working for somebody, you have a job to do. You have to, you know, you're, you're illustrating a story. You're illustrating an idea. You know, it can, it can go past that a little bit. I mean, you know, like, you know, my first great love in journalism was, uh, was uh, W. Eugene Smith. I mean, like, you know, in, in, you know, he probably came the closest to, to being able to cross that divide. But, you know, I mean, even with the Pittsburgh Project, you know, that, you know, was, was recently just, just published a couple, three or four, maybe five years ago. I mean, it's really interesting work, but in the end, you know, Eugene was still a freaking journalist, you know, and like, you know, you, you, I think you have to be either one or the other, you know, I mean, there, there are, there are definitely people that, that can come close and there are pictures that can probably, you know, move over to the other side in in, in a way. I mean, in the end, it's all still pictures, you know, in the end, we're all still looking to, to, you know, you know learn something or or feel something or or understand something about the world you know and and there were and there are photographers that can do that in in many different ways you know and you know and to get back to you know what we were talking about before with with what photography means now you know you know i don't know maybe those labels don't really matter anymore mm-hmm. i mean everything is just such a mashup it doesn't matter where you consume the images you know there's there's you know those those images are 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 all over you know, you know, it, it, you know, there's the entertainment photographers who have to do a really specific thing for entertainment. I mean, at a red carpet, it's a full length shot. It's a medium, it's a medium shot. And it's, and then you try and get, you know, a headshot and then maybe some details, you know, the ring of the bag or whatever, you know, within that, I mean, there's, there's still information being carried out, you know, and, and, and disseminated to, you know, millions of people. It's, it's a very exciting time, I think, you know, I have my, my website that I just popped up, you know, in early, early this year, you know, it was, it was the first time that I decided to actually start, start putting work out there into the world, you know, and, and I kind of use it as, as a way to practice in a way, you know, there's, there's that great quote from, uh, from, from Bill Gedney, you know, about, about practicing in public and about, you know, you know, why put, put, put something out there that's, that's completely finished, you know, you put out the finished thing and it, and it kind of loses a little bit of its, uh, of its, of its, of its lure and a little bit of its, of its, you know, of its soul, of its, you know, of its character. And, you know, so I've been, so I've been, so I've been kind of following that a bit and like, and, and as I photograph, I'm working, I'm working on like, you know, th- three, um, uh, connected projects now, 
And so I'll go out and shoot, I'll edit, and then I'll put some new stuff up, up on the site and just, and just keep it living. You know, have, have it be like a living being instead of just like an archive. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, Bill, Bill Getty's quote, it, it, it's this, uh, that was a pre-social media idea, that, right? Right, <laughs> That's yeah, That's totally. much more popular now, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, it's just so much easier to do now. You know, I mean, even just, you know, listen, I can, I, can, I can make the photographs, I can edit, you know, and get it up on, up on the site within an hour of shooting, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, that's, that's kind of incredible. Yeah, and, and it's also all part of this idea of self-publishing and uh, finding your own way to show your work that's outside of, you know, mainstream gallery idea or museum idea or even a mainstream publisher. Oh, absolutely, you know, and, and, it, and you're able to do that easier now than, than you've ever been. I mean, right. you, know, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, the great example is, you know, uh, Freelander's Haywire Press, you know, those were all self-published books. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's, and there's a lot of work and a lot of money that has to be invested in that. Where, you know, with a website or, you know, even, even like a self-published, you know, blurb book. Mm-hmm. It's just published on demand, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of liberating in, in a way, you know, um, I started trying to navigate the gallery world early on and it was just a freaking disaster. And like, you know, it just, it just, it just, it just wasn't me. Cause I'm just not interested in, in hawking myself like that. I mean, I mean well, cause you have to, I mean, you have yeah, to be, yeah. you know, listen, it's, it's the reason why I'm, I'm horrible at, at job interviews. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm just a disaster in job interviews. Yeah. Well, um, let's jump ahead a little bit. So, you know, you're out of SVA. Uh, how long, uh, how long was it between undergrad and grad? Uh, five, six years. You know? Yeah, so, you were. So we had Laura Sellers on a yeah, while back, yeah. and you and Laura were part of the very first uh, graduate photo class uh, after Tom Roma founded the program. You were his first class there. Yeah, very first. No, it was it was, it was me and Laura like putting together enlargers, and yeah. And it's funny. It's like listening to to that interview with uh with with Laura. She remembers stuff that <laughs> I I have absolutely no recollection of. <laughs> absolutely none yeah it was great you know I, I was i was given the opportunity and we went it was me and laura just especially the first year we were the, we were the only photographers and you know and we were there with with painters and sculptors and, and conceptual artists and you know video artists and and it was great it was it was amazing being aligned with people who weren't just doing photography i mean i had done when I worked at Academy, I met this this uh, this guy uh, uh, Rob Spar. Oh, I remember Rob yeah, Spar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, well, Rob gave us shows. Yeah, um, I would in, yeah. in in the nineties. Yeah, I would, I would, I would coordinate those shows. Right. And uh, you know, he'd 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 ask me, "Hey, you think you could put together you know, a photography show?" Because he he had him and his wife ran a, a theater, the Crane, the Crane. Theater. It was. It used to be a Ukrainian it, restaurant or church or it was, was it? no, it it was a a a communist paper down in the uh down in, it was it was like a social club oh that's what it was okay and and down in the basement they 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 would publish their 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 ukrainian communist paper uh yeah so they you know they created i mean out of out of nothing like a black box theater and that that was the height of um some performance some interesting performance art of yeah. uh, rubbing yourself down in vaseline oh, and it was, cutting yeah. yourself with razor blades <laughs> and all kinds of things were going on well you know yeah it was great cuz cuz rob was you know he was really into performance at that point his wife was a theater major rob was a, was was a sculptor 
and I was able to be involved in some of his, his performance pieces and, yeah. you know, and, you know, I was able to be involved in summer. They had on the third floor, they had a really smaller theater that they would do like these little weird, um, absurdist, uh, comedy shows. So I got to be involved with that. And yeah, it was, those are great times. Oh, yeah, it yeah. was, it was really, really amazing. I mean, Rob's performances were like, uh, uh, sort of like a John Cajun chance, um, thing with like a Joseph boys flavor and like, yeah, right. and it was, it was great. It was, it was amazing to be a part of. Yeah. And then they left that space and went down to the Lower East Side where they had a, um, a storefront theater, which was, in, and it was an amazing way to see theater because you were, because it was, you know, arm's length away from you. The first time I saw Waiting for Godot was there and it was hmm. like, it was, it was insanely amazing. Are you still in touch with him at all? You know, it's funny. Uh, I'm going to be in his neck of the woods when I drop off my kid for college. Oh, he, where is he? Uh, he's, he's in um, Southern Illinois. Oh. He's teaching down there. So I'm going to, he doesn't know it yet, but I'm going to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing on swinging by, say hi. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, nice. yeah. Yeah. So wait, we were, we were talking about uh, Columbia a little bit. There's that. no linear thing in this, in this conversation. No, at that's all. fine. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I got to Columbia and, um, you know, it was, it was amazing. It was, you know, a way to, you know, I had had, you know, Tom at SVA. I'd been out in the world, you know, being a photographer for those five or six years, you know, making a living. You know, it was, I wake up in the morning, you know, if I didn't have to work, I'd, I'd go out and shoot and I'd come back and, you know, have lunch. I, mean, <laughs> I remember for a while when I, when I, when I, when I started living in Jersey City with, uh, with Jeff Ladd, I would, I would go out and shoot in the morning. I'd come back for lunch, watch 21 Jump Street. Because I was I was obsessed by it, <laughs> and then go back out and shoot. You know, it was it was it was an amazing it was an amazing way to live. You know, it was it was it was pretty it was pretty wonderful. You know, and I'm recently unemployed, which has been like an amazing kind of kind of gift the past few months. You know, where I've I've kind of been getting back to that. You know, sort of rediscover a, a schedule where you just go out and photograph. Yeah, and, it's right. been it's it's been it's been kind of amazing. Much to my wife's chagrin, probably, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> I could, I could see Daniel saying, yeah, it's been amazing. <laughs> no, she's been great, actually. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it got to the point where, where I was working, I needed to leave. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little yeah. bit about that period. Yeah. You know, so in, but, it, but, it's been, but it's been amazing. It's like, it's almost like getting back to my roots, which, you know, I mean, at some point it's going gonna, it's gonna to end, you know, seeing as I have a child in, <laughs> in Going in college, to college, yes. Very expensive <laughs> college in Chicago. <laughs> no, for now, it's like, it's been, it's been amazing. You know, I've, I, I'm working freelance like I used to, like I used to do and, you know, freelance editing. And, and in between gigs, I get to go out and, and be a photographer again, like, om- like almost full time. You know? mm. yeah, yeah. It's kind of crazy, actually. It's kind of yeah. crazy, yeah. It's, and and I'm getting more work. I'm getting more work done than I have in years. And you, know, yeah. and you mentioned Columbia is where you went fully digital. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So you know, I mean, you know, we had our own. Me, me and Laura had our own dark rooms because we were graduate students, and mm-hmm. and I spent a semester like mucking around trying to figure out what I was going to do. And I just, I mean, I, I was ending up trying to do what I was doing, you know, before I went to graduate school, which is kind of not what you should do. I mean, if you're going to go to graduate school, you should change, right? Absolutely. You know, it's, it's, it's all about change. You know, if, and if, and if, if you're going there doing the same stuff that you were doing before, then you just not, then I don't think you're doing it right. So they got some digital cameras. Uh, they start out with, which is horrible, horrible Kodak things that look like binoculars, but like, that was my first digital was yeah. a Kodak, a Kodak DCS, like no, three, three megapixel. Yeah. And there, it was just a horrible, horrible camera to use. And then, and then you know, I, you know, we got those RDC twos uh, 
the Ricos, and it was it was great because you could you could watch TV and like take pictures <laughs> all at the same time. Well, and and one of the reasons why I, I came back to this because it's actually a little or not a, not a well known fact that. Tom Roma, you know, famous for still mm-hmm. photographing film mm-hmm. and black and white, yep. and brought in the first digital lab to Columbia yep. University. Yeah, and he, you know, and, he, and Tom was like extremely supportive of me making that switch. And and when I made the switch, I just I just made it. Like that was it. You know, I just I you know I was I was shooting with uh, you know one of Tom Siciliano's for like years, years and years and years. You know, and you know I loved the camera. You know, I, I loved the six by nine negative. I loved being in a dark room. Didn't love, you know, processing all that much, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd done without that. But you know, I, so it was, it was, it was a huge shift, and and it completely changed the way I made pictures. You know, I mean, I was using this little. It's it's like a slab. It's like a like yeah. a like a plastic slab, and and the and you would lift up the little screen, and you could and you would literally you would be watching TV <laughs> when you're framing. You take the picture. It would show you the picture after you took it, which was freaking mind blowing, right? I mean, sure. I mean, you have to remember when this is. This yeah, is, right. Yeah, I mean, you know, mid nineties. Yeah, you, you would, you know, film camera. You, you take the picture, and then you know, maybe a couple of days later, you would make a contact of it, and you know, and you would see what you you, you had, and so it's like absolutely immediate. It was it was a whole new way of making images, and I was completely enthralled by it. I have. In between my first and second year of, of graduate student of, of, of graduate studies, you know, is and, and being in graduate school, it's a really interesting uh, time in your life because it's 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 more or less de- completely devoted to to that. I mean, I was working outside of that to make money also, but like for the most part, I mean, you're you're completely in this mode of of your graduate studies, and it's like yeah, you know, and it, it can be kind of overwhelming and and it, and, it, and it almost stops your life in a in a big way. So I decided that you know I'd, I'd met my uh, my soon-to-be wife like the summer before starting graduate school up at Columbia, which was really uh, beneficial because she lived on the uh, on the west side. <laughs> <laughs> and I was still living in Jersey then, so yeah, made my commute a little easier. <laughs> she would throw me out like she like, like she was like, okay, can you go home? Right, now? Like, you know, you have an apartment. We're not really living yeah, together, together right. right? Yeah, I started calling my apartment the storage unit. So in between my first and second year of college, you know, and I, I swear to God, it was just to, you know, pull real life back into my world again. Like I, like I got married between my first and second year of college, oh. a graduate school, which was pretty freaking stupid. Well, I, I remember the, the wedding in Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's a good wedding, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember the whiskey sour fountain. Yeah, it's supposed to be fountain too. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Spared no expense. <laughs> It was in, in the in the fire hall. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was the fire, the fire hall. hall. That's right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now that it was listen, it was a great time, and, mm-hmm. and you know, it, but it was it was a way for me to like pull in some part of like real life, you know, back to where I was. I mean, because I was, you because know, you're in graduate school, and it's a, and it's a kind of a really artificial environment, you know. And it was, you know, I I I had already been out in the world for for a bunch of years, you know, and. You know, we got married, and then you know, I, I found out my wife was pregnant. So you know. I, I do remember <laughs> the pregnancy coming quite soon oh, after the wedding. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did things in like six month things. So like, <laughs> like I met her. Right. We got engaged for six months after that. Six months after that, we're married. Yeah. You know, six <laughs> months after that, we found out that she was pregnant, mostly because we didn't realize it till she was in, almost through her first trimester. <laughs> 
so I graduated and I had a kid within a month. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so and and then is that when you headed out to Brooklyn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had to combine two uh, two two apartments. <laughs> Were you in on that on, on that move? Did you dodge there, that bullet? I think a, you not, I, I don't know. No, no. You would have remembered. <laughs> okay, so so yeah, you dodged I, that bullet. I, yeah. At that point, I think I was tired of moving everyone because yes. I had the pickup truck for a while. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I had moved you yeah. and an evil. Oh, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, right. For many, we move yeah. everybody. Like, yes. you know, it was like you know. <laughs> so it was it was a complete disaster. But yeah, you know, like like people still hate me for it. <laughs> Basically, the big dinner I took everybody out uh-huh. for like a couple days later. Like I could have just paid like movers to do it. Right. <laughs> The truck was too small. You know, I had to make two two runs oh, to Jersey. Man. Oh, yeah, it was bad. Uh-huh. Yes, we set up camp in uh, in uh, in Brooklyn, and we've kind of been there ever since. You know, right. I mean, you know, my son, who was you know born in New York Hospital, you know, born and bred in Brooklyn, is really kind of concerned about going to the Midwest. Yeah, I can see <laughs> because that because it's very different. Yeah. He's, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He came back. He, he came back from you know from visiting a college out there, and mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, you know, it's kind of like New York, but like. Everybody's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Completely through him. Yeah. Right. Completely through him. He's going to have to learn to talk a little slower, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and just be nicer. Right. <laughs> just don't be an ass. Right. <laughs> so, so then you, you spent uh, then uh, many years at uh, one of the uh, world's largest uh, stock photo yes, and I news did. photo agencies yeah. as a photo editor. A photo, editor. A photo editor. Yeah. And so it was still part of that, you know, journalism world, that photojournalism Apple. world, yeah. making your money that way. Yeah, big time, big time. And I think what what surprised me when you did put up your website is I didn't know how much you were still photographing. I mean, you never stopped. Well, yes. And I mean, actually, you know, it's, it's funny. Like my last big project before I, um, I stopped having a life. <laughs> Sorry. It was 2001. 9-11 happened through everybody for a loop who, who lived in the New York area. Were you already at this, I na- was, this nameless behemoth that we're talking no, about? No, no, <laughs> oh, okay. no. No, I hadn't started yet. I hadn't started yet. And this name is behemoth. <laughs> the name that shall not be spoken. <laughs> yeah, no, I hadn't started yet. And, you know, it was, I was, I actually had stopped working at the newspaper. So I was at that point. I was. I think I was just. I was just working for for Lee for Lee Friedlander. What were you doing for Lee? Uh, everything. Yeah, <laughs> everything except processing film and, and and printing. You know, like I printed his contact sheets. Yeah, that's about as close as I got. I print, <laughs> actually printed something for him. He had he has his amazing filing system. So you know, I would make sure I would put the new prints in the filing system. You know, I you know did copy. I copied old. Um, his old uh, music work from slides that had shifted over the years because a lot of it wasn't shot in Kodachrome. And so we had this amazing little little setup where I could I could add the colors back in again. So I'd sit there and just, you know, and I'd make these exposures on, I, I think we were using Kodachrome at that point. Were these, were these those slide copy stands that you could dial in filtration? Yep. Yeah. 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 I remember yeah. those. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was kind of magical because you would, you would have, you know, slides where, you know, the magenta is the last to go. So there would be all magenta, <laughs> and you could literally just dial in the colors, and it, it would it would come back. It was pretty amazing. It was one. It, it was amazing just looking through all that all that work. Yeah, you know? right. And that ended up being uh, ended up being in his uh, in his music book, the big the big color music mm. book. I you know I put together cabinets. 
Because <laughs> he needed more storage. Need more storage. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was it was everything. I mean, I, right. worked, I was there for a good ten years. I, I do remember you having stories of eating really well while oh, you were there. Maria, God bless Maria. I mean, you know, just about every time I was there, I'd, I'd be up there like two, three days a week, uh, depending on how much you needed me. Nine times out of ten, Maria, Maria would make like even even like the simple you know sandwiches or something she would make were like always freaking amazing yeah yeah so we'd have like a full-blown lunch you know we, we you know we'd have the lunch we have dessert you know we had tea it was pretty wonderful and it was you know it was definitely one of the one one of the best 10 years of my life you know i mean just just be able to to hang out with lee and, and it's not like we would have these like great long discussions about photography well, but does but, lee have great long <laughs> discussions about photography <laughs> uh, but we would have you know discussions about everything else that would in the end pertain to making pictures yeah you know? you i can, I mean, I can just, imagine that it's like music yeah. and food i mean the and, wisdom oh, right well, yeah i mean yeah lee's amazing in those 10 years I, I literally saw everything he shot everything and yeah sure it can't help but influence how i look at things but it was more to what i can't do listen no one's gonna be lee i mean he's it it's ending there i mean he's up at 5 30 every morning you know in a dark room or or whatever he's doing and like you know if, he, if he's not shooting and if anything, it, it, it taught me what that discipline is. And it's, it's kind of the end of an era, too, where, like, you know, where a photographer could make a living, a fine art photographer could, be, could make a living being that kind of, that kind of artist, that, that kind of photographer. I don't think that exists anymore. I mean... I don't you, think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, you got to teach or you got to do right, something right. or, you know, or, or, or something completely out of photography. I mean, mm -hmm. like, it doesn't really matter what you do. It doesn't, you, know, you, you do it to support photography or and then once i have a kid you do it to support your kid but like yeah <laughs> but i mean just that discipline was like that, that was a huge lesson and like learning what what you're not going to photograph you know like i found myself in a desert one time oh yeah yeah <laughs> right <laughs> with my with my sister who was living in a tent in baja oh that's right yeah. i remember that you yeah. went to stay with her for a while well i went to drive back with her yes I, to, I, to bring her home yes yeah, bring her home because yes. yeah well you know i didn't want her driving up to baja peninsula alone i mean mm -hmm. like yeah so I found myself in a desert, like trying to make pictures, and I started making, you know, I mean, I just saw all the the lead pictures through the desert, and like, and it's like yeah. I thought, I just had to stop. <laughs> I don't think anyone could ever photograph a desert again. No, <laughs> I don't think so. Well, no, I mean, like, yeah, you just okay, that's done. Yes, that, that's off done. the list. Right. Ah. That's those were two big lessons. It was like the discipline and and what you can't do anymore. Hmm. You know, listen, I'm not going to get up at five thirty in the morning to 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 be in front of my computer to. To edit, you know, I mean, it's right. this, it's this, you know, I gotta remember this one middle of like January or February, and it was like bitter cold. And I'm in, I, I'm in the car with a Nebel, and I, and I think we we're going to Tom's house, and and we were joking, <laughs> even Lee isn't out today. <laughs> and then like Nebel called Tom for something, and he goes, uh huh, really, uh huh. <laughs> he gets off the phone, looks at me, and he goes, uh, yeah, Lee's out in Center Park taking pictures. <laughs> It's like the superhero, yeah. <laughs> it's like the photography superhero. Mm -hmm. he's, he's, listen, it was, a, it, was, it was a great period in, in my life, and then it had to end because I had to get a real jump. But well, you and and you were talking about starting to talk about the right. photographs you made so, post nine eleven. Yeah, right? so just it was, after. Yeah, it was it was just after nine eleven, and I knew I wanted to do something. I started making these these pictures that I would email people, uh, and that lasted you know a, a good month or so. It was okay. Like, it kind of pertained to, you know, to what had happened. And then my sister came to visit me, and she wanted to go down to lower Manhattan. 
And I, I, I completely avoided it. And the day she got here, it just happened to be the day that they would let people down below canal. Because for a long time, for, oh, I know. for a good couple of weeks, you couldn't, yeah. you, can, you couldn't get down below canal. For a while, you couldn't get down below Houston. Yeah, Houston was uh, yeah. the first line. Yeah. Uh, because I worked below Houston, right. I had to go through a checkpoint and I had to wear a mask on my way to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're probably smart. <laughs> so, so she wanted to go down. I, I really didn't want to go down. Like, I just, I just didn't want to be there, yeah. And it's like, okay, 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 okay. So we, we took the subway in. And we walked down, and you know, I I brought my camera. I had made a decision that I wasn't going to photograph the wreckage. Yeah, and then I just started making pictures of people who would go down and just look. And it was it was a community thing. It was and it was mostly New Yorkers. It felt that way, anyways. Yeah. You know, or people who worked. You no, know, they were bearing witness in a in a big way, and it was and it, it just. It just blew me away. It just, it just kind of shocked me. So while I was with her, I started to make some pictures. It's literally, I mean, it, it sounds like the most boring freaking thing in the world, but like it's pictures of people looking. Yeah. The, I mean, what's the, in the way you made the photographs was interesting. And you called it Witness. It's on your website yeah. and yeah. we'll link to that. But I mean, the, the compelling part of it is how engaged they are just staring off into the distance. Yeah. Right? It, I mean, there's, mm-hmm. a, there's an incredible weight and seriousness to it yeah yeah and you know it was it was amazing to be down there and like you know and where and where you could stand would change every day like you know it was broadway or would, would push down towards you know down down towards a uh, church and then would shift back up and like it it would it was always moving it was it was kind of incredible sometimes you get close sometimes you couldn't um and this isn't you know uh, months after cleaned up streets. I mean, yeah, no, the is, place is still pretty intense. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's dust and there's mm-hmm. police vehicles and all kinds of, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, as a matter of fact, I stopped photographing there. I stopped photographing there in that January, uh, January 2002, because it started to become a tourist attraction. Mm. It's like people started selling stuff. Uh, it started to be a place where you would go. Yeah. And it kind of, I kind of lost it. I mean, I'm not I think I, I stopped on the on on the day of uh, of Epiphany, mm-hmm. in in uh, in that January, and you know it was, it just wasn't speaking anymore. Yeah, and and that's what it is now. It's it's undergone such a transformation. I've never, I've only visited that air er, that neighborhood twice now, and one was to 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 do a recording to do a podcast. But uh, you know, I've it was never a place where I spent a lot of time anyway, and and then. So now it's it's pretty much done, you know, the memorial and all. It's, it's, and I visited there, and I, I had no idea what a tourist uh, place that, that part of town has become because it was it was not that. I mean, there was a World Trade Center. It attracted some, yeah, but it was yeah, it, yeah. Not, not like it is now. The foot traffic down there is unbelievable. Yeah, you know, it's – so I kind of didn't go down there even after the memorial was open and stuff. And, like, you know, I just – Again, I was avoiding. I was I was avoiding going down there until <laughs> another family member, um, <laughs> my wife's cousin Tabitha, came down with uh, her daughter and her husband, or, or came up from uh, North Carolina, and they wanted to go. And like I was playing tour guide that day, and it's like, okay, we'll <laughs> go. So again, you know, I went back. I went back down there. It was the first time I was down there, and we she didn't spend much time down there because it was. It's weird. 
it's beautiful in a lot of ways, but it's a freaking tourist attraction. And it's just the most bizarre feeling being down there. I mean, because there's, there's, you know, and so I actually, so I started photographing down there. I, I, I added it as, as, as one of my projects this summer, you know, and, you know, and I'm photographing it in a, in a very different way than, I, than I've, that I've been photographing, you know, I've been, I've been working on, you know, photographing places in New York, you know, you know, um, when you think of New York, you know, there, there are certain landmarks that you, that you think of, you know, Times Square and Coney Island and, you know, the challenge is, you know, photographing something where, where there's a there there already, where, where it's a place already, you know. You also had um, Central Park on Central your Park, site. Yeah. And can I suggest that in, instead of abbreviating, you just type out the names? <laughs> I was afraid to click on CP. <laughs> you should be. Yeah, no, it, no, it's, in, and I do that on, on purpose. I mean, I want it, I want it's, as, as few words on that website let me as bring possible. that up you are why do you hate words because you every title is one or two syllables yeah <laughs> uh, i click i don't want to get in the way mike you click on info uh there's email <laughs> there's your email address and two books named yeah. two book titles yes and that's your info page yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's about the pictures i mean I, I mean i wanted to be about the pictures you know it's not about the words it's not about you know I'm not really interested in explaining it at all, or me at all, for that matter. Yeah, it's about it's about taking in the work. Yeah, it's about looking at stuff. Not, well, ha! Now people are gonna know something about you. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> and I'm ruining it doing this thing, but uh, yeah, the mystery. Is That's right. The curtain has been pulled. Yeah, very boring behind that curtain. <laughs> it's like the Wizard of Oz. It's like really. That's it. Um, yeah. So so I started photographing down there again, and it's just it's just. It's very, very odd, you know, and you know, it's two holes in the ground where buildings used to be. And, you know, it's two holes in the ground where lots of people died and people are freaking eating lunch. And, you know, and, you know, they go to Empire State Building, they ride Staten Island Ferry and they go to World Trade Center right. to where right. people to where 3000 people died. That's been um, true in the history of memorials. Sure. Listen, I go to Gettysburg. Right. Like, you know, I've been there like three or four times. I mean, uh, you, you see... Um, Photographs of people who go to Auschwitz and they're smiling in to, for their family photo or oh, something like that and, right, and things like right, that. But right, right. And, you, and you see that there too. I mean, right. it's like selfie And, and it's not to say that there aren't people it, who go there and are truly moved. And, oh, sure, sure, you know, I, sure, I, sure. I, I always go back and forth on this because I remember visiting the Oklahoma City bombing site right, and it was a right. fence covered in stuff you know toys right, right, and things right, like that right. that that's incredibly mm-hmm. moving mm-hmm. you know and and you know for for how that part of uh, new york has been transformed and has become a real tourist site there is real beauty to some of what they did down there and the, the no absolutely pool. and i yeah. mean it's tourist and, and it's a place of commerce mm-hmm. i mean it's a you know, they're they're right. still building buildings there and you know there's you know there's advertisements for what stores are going into you know the uh, yeah the under where all the trains are and stuff you know I mean it, it's really really interesting mm-hmm. and you know and and I had to take a very different way of making photographs down there you know it wasn't it, it took me a long time to start photographing in the city and there was a time from after you know that first project with with nine eleven ended and starting the new job where I didn't photograph that much you know it was. It's not a life bullshit. You you, you had I re- excuses. That, I remember that you, you had basically what you did was you found a way to make photos uh, during your commute from your office window. 
I, I remember you used to post. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess I actually don't remember. How did I see these? Did you email them, or you? Because you didn't have a website then, did no, you? No, no, yeah. no, no, no. I don't remember how I saw those photos. I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there was, I mean, I mean, the time where, where, where I just didn't photograph much. Yeah. I mean, like I photograph, I, I started working on, you know, photographing, you know, my family and my, and my wife's family. And, you know, so there was a little bit of that happening, but there was a really big dry spell. And it wasn't until um, I actually started photographing down in the subways with these really horrible cell phones. <laughs> you know, like I, I couldn't afford an iPhone. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like any like crappy cell phone that I have, you know, right. and, and, and that kind of came out of just, you know, being um, completely uh, mortified that I was had to take a train ride and I didn't bring anything to read, you know, and I, and I would have had to, like, you know, spend a lot of time with myself. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Shut up, brain. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got to do something. So I just started taking <laughs> pictures and that, you know, and, and that was like, you know, and that kind of brought me out of the funk and that kind of, you know, started, like, I... I kind of didn't allow myself to photograph in the city. I just didn't feel like, you know, I had the right to yet, you know, and it took a good mm-hmm. 10 years being in the city for me to like turn that around and like actually say, okay, yeah, yeah I've been here this long. I can, I can <laughs> do it. Yeah. So that's when I started the, the Times Square project started with an idea that I had for a group of photographers that I worked with to, you know, work on one project. And it, and it, and it basically ended up being, being three of us, uh, you know, Michael Bacari and, uh, and one of my other co-workers. And we would go down usually separately, you know, sometimes together, but in a foreground Times Square and then, and then post it to, to Tumblr. I'm sure, I'm sure that Tumblr is still up someplace. And it was, it was great. It was, you know, we'd, we'd riff off each other and like, and Times Square is like, it's an, it's an amazing place to photograph. You know, it's, it's one of these New York places that almost doesn't have, have anything to do with New York. Hmm. People still have to commute through it, you know, like real New Yorkers, they still have to commute through it. But it's 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 kind of amazing. And and, and you're you're photographing, uh, I think, pre, uh, during and the post Giuliani period of Times Square, right? Oh, I mean, no, 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 yeah, yeah, no, no. It's the whole Disneyfication. Yeah, you know, after, yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah, much, 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 much after, yeah. And before that, I had been I've been photographing inside the Met, um, for about three or four years. Yeah, and then that kind of melted away into into the Times Square thing. I also changed cameras at, at that point. Like I was using this little Pan- Panasonic. Uh, with a beautiful, what ended up being like a forty millimeter equivalent, and it was a it was, it was a great lens and it was a great camera. And then when I got the Fuji, um, I had to switch to a twenty eight millimeter, which is a whole different ball game. Why'd you have to switch? Uh, because that's what the camera came with. Oh. And <laughs> at that point, they didn't have a thirty five millimeter equivalent. Like it was it was a twenty eight and a fifty yeah. at that point. So that work is actually called the Met and the Times Square yeah. work is called Times Square. <laughs> But the, you know, I remember when you started this project, I always found it really fascinating is the nowhere project. Yeah. 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 yeah, That's, that's, that's kind of the one-offs that I know that not really sure what to do with because, you know, I, I mean, I still try and photograph outside of the projects, outside of the, the idea pieces. Yeah. Right. But, but there's this, this real sense of anonymity Mm -hmm. in those, in those photographs. Right. I mean, it's even, even the fact that some you're not even sure why some are related to others or why one's next to another. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a real sense that, uh, that you're just sort of, you go through life and you're just experiencing these things. And Right. Uh, and that's, I mean, yeah. listen, that's one of the great things about photography is that, and it's the reason why I love doing, you know, I, I love being out there is that, you know, is that you have to be out there. I mean, you don't have to be. I mean, I could, I could be a tableau photographer also, you know, which is completely legitimate, but it's just not, you know, I just like being engaged with, with the world you know and that's you know it's it's one of the advantages of, of having 
a camera and being able to walk out in, in the world, you know, listen, I'm photographing the Brooklyn bridge and basically, you know, all people do is like walk across the damn thing. You know? <laughs> and it's about trying to figure out how you're making a picture of that. How, how do you create something that is, you know, that isn't just people walking across the bridge. It's the problems that are interesting. It's creating that problem for yourself and then figuring out how to, how to surmount it, you know, how to, how to work around it. Well, and you picked a particular bridge with sort of a storied history and all that. And mm-hmm. it's a picturesque bridge as right. well. And that, I mean, the bridge becomes your stage and you're, you're just right. kind of waiting to see what people do in that sort of in-between space, right? When they're on their way from one place to another. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, and it's, again, it's a combination of, you know, people who use the bridge to commute and people in, in tourists who just want to walk across the Brooklyn Bridge. And I like those places in, in New York that kind of straddle both both things, you know, that, like, that dual function, that, 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 that mm-hmm. usefulness, but also that historic, uh, kind of, you know, importance. Right. And some are weighted more towards one than the other. I mean, obviously Times Square is much more of a, of a tourist thing, you know, where Coney Island is really much more of a, of a New York thing. And they all have their baggage. They all have their, their visual baggage that, that goes along with it. And, you know, listen, I'll make those pictures too, but you also try and find what's not screaming that also, you know, what's, what's not screaming Coney Island or what's not screaming Times Square. It's an interesting problem because, you know, you're in a place that's, that's pretty iconic. And, and, and has been photographed, yeah. you know, many, many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, when I was, you know, doing a Times Square, I was looking a lot at, uh, at uh, Louis Farrar, you know, in those great Times Square pictures. Like I just, they have one up at, at that weird Ar- um, Arbus show at the Met Bauer and there's like there's one little little part of the gallery that's people who influenced or were photographing around around the same time as as the end and there's and there you know and there's one really great Louis Ferrar picture from Times Square you know it's just like it's probably the best thing in the show but you know it's it's been like an, an amazingly fun project to project i keep saying project yeah i know me too thing we, we, we had I this do. conversation when we, we spoke to tom is that that, right. that word it's hard to get away from that it, word it, it is i mean because yeah. it because it, it ends up being an idea and yeah. and, in, and in the end you don't want the pictures to be about an idea mm-hmm. and you hope that they're not or if they're stuck to one idea or yeah right i mean i, I don't want to be an illustrator it, yeah you know i'll pay homage to things but like i don't want to be the illustrator of what of what Times square is mm-hmm. yeah i mean they are about Times square sort of no but they're also about humanity and you know and what it is to be a human and you know what it is to be out in this weird place in the middle of new york that's really unlike any other place in the city because it's because it's because it's made that way it's made to be a place it's organic ish it's not organic right there's little parts of it that are you know i mean like i listen i tried not to photograph the characters Mm -hmm. that, that are there you know i always set up these rules for myself when i do these things when I was photographing after 9-11, it was, you know, I'm not going to photograph people making photographs. Because mm-hmm. that's what a lot of people were doing, even though, even though the cops tried to stop them, which was... I, get, I got told to put, put my camera away, like, like dozens of times. Yeah, there was, there was a moment of chaos oh, after yeah. 9-11 mm-hmm. where if you had a camera, it was forbidden. I mean, it didn't matter what you were photographing. Right. 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 Listen, and, and I get that now. I was stopped walking away from the World Trade Center Memorial. Asking by one of the security guys, asking it was funny. The first thing he asked me was, "Are you from New York?" I said, <laughs> "Yes." Ah, I saw you were taking lots of pictures. And I said, "Yep, that's what I do." And then he wanted my ID and the whole nine yards. And like it's one of those things where I knew I didn't have to do it, but like, yeah. I, I, 
but part of me wanted to see where it went. Right. Yeah. You're kind of curious. <laughs> so it's like, really curious. How far are they going to yeah. take this? <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. What What's going to be the line between being allowed to photograph like a tourist and right. them, you know, uh, being the professional where, you know, you're supposed to pay a license fee or something or. Well, in, you know, in, in, listen, I'm, I'm very conspicuous. Or being a terrorist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm very, right. and I'm very conspicuous when I'm making those pictures. Sure. I have a you know a pr- fairly conspicuous camera that I hold up to my eye. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to hide hide anything. You know, and there's people walking around with like GoPros attached to their head. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know documenting everything that their head looks at. You know, so it, it was it was very interesting, and it, and you know it, it kind of put me off for like a moment, and then it was just like eh, whatever. We're we're now you know, images, image making is so ubiquitous. I mean, because it's not just people with cameras. You know, there was, there was a study once that said in New York City, everybody's photographed at least 200 times a day because it's, you know, surveillance cameras and, mm. you know, police cameras and, you know, and, and people with iPhones. And, you know, it's like every day, everybody's photographed 200 times. Yeah. I, you know, it, it used to be kind of rare and funny, but uh, I see either Google or Google style cars now with the cameras on top all the time. I mean, people are mapping our neighborhoods all the time now. And yeah. now I just see them in waves. See if I can look myself up later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But, but yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, it's image making is, listen, it's always been an important part of, of, of being a human since the 1840s when it was invented, you know, in, in once, you know, you could, you could buy a box camera and send it off to Kodak and bring it back. I mean, there was, it, that obviously made it so much easier. And I mean, you know, in a digital revolution, it's sort of going back to that box camera thing where it's made things so, so easy to to have a photograph of whatever you happen to be doing or whatever's in front of you. I mean, literally whatever's in front of you. There was this great time we were looking at photo albums at my, uh, at my wife's grandmother's, who was a wonderful person and an amazing cook. And, you know, and she's flipping, and we're flipping through these old, old albums. And she stopped and she looked at the album, this, this, these like, you no know, double page of the album and said, you know, pictures are a wonderful thing to remember by. It was so simple. You know, it, was so, it, was, it was such a simple little phrase, but it, it brings back about why we photograph our freaking food. You know? <laughs> I mean, I think now it's, 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 it's more fleeting. We're not putting that picture of our dinner in a photo album it's posted to instagram and then it's just gone and even when dinner was in a photo album it was the picture was still more about the family gathering or something like that it wasn't necessarily about the food yeah i mean when you were making a document with with a picture and you're putting in a photo album that i mean that was an effort our our instagram feeds are now our photo albums and even even that's like it's going to disappear into the ether at one point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the idea of having, you know, grandma's photo album is, is, is not there anymore. It's going to be, you know, these fleeting images that we look on, on Facebook or on, on Instagram or Snapchat. I mean, I mean, Snapchat is even more fleeting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's gone. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing about um, Snapchat is now they've given you the ability to save yeah, yeah, <laughs> everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, the big competition now isn't uh, the still photo. It's video. Right. right. It's Facebook right. Live, Periscope, Snapchat, you know, live streaming everything. And then being able to save what you live streamed. Or, or have it stolen by, by a network and yeah. <laughs> being saved that way. 
So you, uh, um, you've been out of work for how long now? Four months. Four months. Four months? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's still pretty new. It's still pretty fresh. Oh, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> Right? No, it's good. Like I, you know, I mean, and you were at the uh, previous job for how long? Uh, thirteen and a half years. Okay, and that's a, that's a good amount of time. It's a good chunk. It's a yeah, good chunk. yeah. It's, it's a good it? chunk of my life gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good, and I mean, listen, I learned a lot, and you know, right. and, and made some great friends, and I'm, I'm actually even the way even the way you spoke about red carpet photography, you know, I I noticed you really had some kind of intimate experience with it i mean you were really you were really looking at those photos and, and oh, yeah. thinking about well, those photographers and that was that was that was part of the amazing part of the job is like you know like you know like i once remember like some little kid asking what i do for a living and it was like he was like four or five and it's like okay how do i hmm. and i just look at him and said i look at pictures all day like, wow <laughs> that's great yeah <laughs> and, it, and it was that that was the amazing part of the of the job, I and mean, even looking at the crappy pictures, because mm-hmm. there's because there was a lot of crappy pictures that came across, you know. But even looking at those, it's like you know, mm-hmm. you know. By the time by the time I ended my shooting journalism career, like my favorite assignments were to go down to Bayonne, and all and all the assignments on Bayonne for Jersey Journal were gripping grins. Mm-hmm. You line them up, yep. they shake hands, or hold a plaque, or like just stand there, and I freaking love those. <laughs> the only negative that I I kept with those Bayonne grip and grins because there were just there's just something beautiful about them. Yeah, you know, there's just something very honest about it. Like you mm. know, you weren't trying to make a picture out of it. You were just you know, it, it was people in a certain place at a certain time. Yeah, and that was it. Yeah, well, and and your job was to get the face, to get the handshake, to get uh, you know, so that under it could be the story about why they're shaking right. hands. <laughs> Right. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, and towards the end, I kind of would make sure, like, like you know, like shits popping out of their heads and stuff, right. and like, yeah, just because it was fun. <laughs> like nobody noticed. Sorry, Bill. <laughs> so, um, and then you know, you, you mentioned that your son's off to college, and now you and uh, your wife are uh, empty nesters, right? Yes. It's pretty. Yeah. And are people asking? So, what are you? What are you? You and your wife going to do now? That you want to get? What kind of? I'll get divorced. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh my god! <laughs> no, no, yeah. no. But no, and no. then you're going to be looking for work. What I mean, what kind of work that's, are you thinking about? That's uh, that's that's a very good question. Uh, very good question, Mike. I'm 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 keeping my options open. Listen, I've been I've been freelance editing, you know, and that's and that's been a really interesting experience because it's 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 on site stuff that I haven't done in a while. I mean, it's, I still a little bit at the at the former employer. It's it's wild. Like I mean, I get to talk my way on the red carpet so I can edit right next to the or, or very close to the photographer and you know and or being shoved in some hole someplace you know <laughs> not knowing what's going on but still getting the pictures. So it's 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 a lot of a lot of logistical and problem solving you know on the fly, which is which is really kind of exciting. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it'll probably end up somewhere in the editing realm. You know. I mean. There's a potential for, you know, possibly getting back and teaching again. You know, I, I did it a little bit um, after I got out of grad school. Grad school, you know, I taught at Pratt one semester. I taught at, at Columbia, both in the art department and in the journalism department for a few semesters. You know, it, it's, you know, and for a while we were paying for health insurance out of our pocket. And it was like paying, paying, paying another rent. Yeah. So one of us had to get a, get a real job and <laughs> I lost. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, uh, Danielle is an editor, right? 
Danielle does a lot of things. I mean, she's mm-hmm. she's a writer, she's a, a, a copy editor, she's a marketer, she's a salesperson. She has marketable skills, like this <laughs> whole big set of marketable skills. Uh, yeah, no, she's amazing. I mean, you know, once she puts her mind to it, uh, you know, whenever she needs to get a job, she just like it's like it's like it's weeks. <laughs> yeah, I I take months like flopping around trying you know begging people and you know my you know I get jobs when people when my you know, interview is like so you think you can do the job? It's like yes, okay, right? Yeah, that's how I get jobs. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, she's pretty incredible. I mean, you know, she she helps shepherd my son through. He has a learning disability. He has um, he's dyslexic. So that's you know trying to figure out how to get him an education was like freaking huge. It was, it was you were you were navigating uh, the New York public school system yes, for a while. Yes, yes. and it, it's and it's a full time job. I mean, even when you find a place, it's still it's still a full time job. You know, we had him in like this stupid expensive private school for for you know part of elementary and, and middle school, and it was because it was the only way he was able to get to where he is now, to where he's going off to college, and you know he's. A computer science major, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and this, this, this super bright kid. He just has this like this this hump he has to get over, or has to, or not even get over it. This hump he has to deal with for the rest of his right, life. Right. Yeah. And you know, it's 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 made him the person that he is. You know, I mean, he's he's incredibly resilient. He he just amazes me. You know, every day, like with what he can do. You know, he's hmm. he's he's an amazing musician, and just you know, he plays guitar and just picks up songs. Mm. by listening to him you know that makes me jealous <laughs> it kills me especially because yeah. because i really wanted to be that right <laughs> well at least someone was able yeah, to yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> well that's great well preston thanks thanks for giving us uh well giving me this time today <laughs> right yeah, that's right so kai I, I i don't know if we said this on air or not um you know yeah, my, yeah. My, my usual co-host kai mcbride is um uh, flying back from italy today so yeah so yeah. It, it was just the two of us it was very intimate. Thank you, Michael. Oh, you're very welcome. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Okay.